Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it's Tuesday, which means our dear friend, Miss D, joins us. Hello, Miss D, are you there? I am. Oh. To see you tonight, you're going to go and see Ben Platt in Parade. I am going to see Ben Platt in Parade. I'm so excited. Um, I'm sure it's it's very um, heartfelt and you know heartbreaking, yeah. but he's such a wonderful actor. So I'm so excited. I'm going to go and see Lady Bunny. It couldn't be more different. I know Lady Bunny, the drag queen, is doing a show in New York tonight and invited me. I'm going to take Alex. So text me afterwards, Miss B, and we'll meet a Bottino for a drink. Let's Sounds jump good. into the show. Are you ready, my friends? Because what time is it? It is tea, tea time. time. Big story at the top of the show. So Meghan Markle was spotted out hiking without Harry after skipping the coronation to, quote, protect her peace. So we spotted Meghan Markle out over the weekend after skipping out on King Charles's coronation festivities in the UK and the Duchess of Sussex stepped out for a peaceful about 40 minutes hike with her friends near their $15 million home. Harry and their two children, Archie who's four and Lilibet yes. who's now one. My goodness, time flies by. They did not join Meghan Markle for the outside adventure but she looked as if she was in good company because she was with her longtime friends Marcus and Heather I'm not sure she wanted to be seen because she was wearing these massive like Jackie O sunglasses and a scarf and one of those huge hats Misty you know the ones with the huge brim mm-hmm. that sort of covers your whole face but at the same time she was spotted so maybe I'm a little bit suspicious what do you think Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know it was the king's coronation. So if you choose that day to go and be out in public (laughs) when you have a $15 million house, you know you're going to get seen. So I think even if she was trying to go incognito, she knew she was going to get snapped by the paparazzis. And uh, I actually had a friend saying that she thought she looked a little slim. So um, Hmm. maybe, you know, she needs to 
eat eat some more chocolate bars. Have some more birthday cake. It's okay. She, you she can do look it. A little- skinny in the pictures i hope she's not on that ozempic is that what everybody's on in la to get super super skinny but it is interesting of all the dates we don't get to see megan a lot she doesn't leave the compound very often and it's a gated community so she can walk around the streets and not be shot she chose to get in a car to drive to a trail with her friends and go on a hike and it is a public trail i called a friend of mine in la and i was like is this a really sort of private place they were like no everybody gets there and on the weekends misty it's like going to the high line in new york like mm-hmm. it's chunk packed with tourists with people locals people that live there so i think she probably wanted to be seen of all the weekends to maybe hide the coronation might have been one but then again part of me respects her she's got nothing to hide she's done nothing wrong and she wants to be out there she knows a picture of her that weekend is going to get picked up in all the newspapers on all the websites she knows we're going to talk about it on asher misty so i think she probably wanted this wasn't there something that Princess Diana did that she wore a certain dress on the day that uh, now yes. King Charles was giving a big speech or yes. making an announcement? So, you know, yes. she's learned from the best. <laughs> when I was working with Jessica Simpson on the day that Nick Lachey's album came out after they broke up, Jessica wore a red wig and everybody thought she'd dyed her hair red. And I remember being like, oh, that's strange of all the days. And I called her and she knew exactly what she was up to. Mm-hmm. I think what Megan's doing here, which probably quite smart is she is showing how different her life is to the royals so while king charles literally has a crown on his head she's got her hiking boots on and a scarf and a hat not a crown a big hat and sunglasses and looks like a regular person so i think this might have been staged a little bit but we want to know what you think about this Meghan markle was spotted out hiking without harry or her her children over the weekend after skipping the coronation was this photo shoot staged did she stage a photo of i think you know the answers naughty it's not naughty to say yes by the way it's not megan is a master at the media you met her misty before she met harry and she was really good at playing the media yeah I, absolutely. She, uh, the many times that we spoke before she entered this life, she was always uh, very pleasant to me. And I, as I have said, at the beginning of her career, she was a little bit more open. But as she got farther, became a star in Suits, she was a little bit more reserved. She learned mm. how to work the media in her favor. So she knows exactly what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. God, I think we've influenced the vote. Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rather. Our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. You know what Misty and I think. And be (laughs) sure to check back tomorrow to find out what you are all thinking. Hey, Misty, moving along, what is Chris Pratt up to? Well, Chris Pratt is saying that uh, basically his faith helps him deal with the haters. So he's been very outspoken about Mm -hmm. his faith and his religion and he has agreed with uh, people that he has been criticized for it he actually told page six um sure i do but that's nothing new you know that's that's what he's dealing with he reiterated his point by using a a bible scripture and he quoted it and then he pointed out that this has been this way for two thousand years ago because they hated him 
too. And the him he is referring to is Jesus mm. Christ. Now, if you think back, um, Chris met his current wife, Catherine, in 2018 at church, though she has pointed out that he didn't ask her out when they first crossed paths while they were in church. But as my mama always says, if you want to find a nice man, church is not a bad place to start. (laughs) My mommy goes to the church every Sunday in England, and it's more like a social club. She's religious, too. I've, I've got to point that out. But she loves meeting the people there. She's friends with the bell ringer and the ladies that arrange the flowers, she does make me laugh. She said, if you think tennis is a competitive sport, try flower arranging at the church. Those <laughs> those ladies are brutal. They're so competitive and so judgy. But I think this is so interesting. Chris Pratt gets a lot of pushback because of his faith. He talks about Jesus a lot, and I don't like us criticising him. He's a man of God. He's honest about it. He's open about it. I think where he gets into trouble, and he sort of did in this statement, is when he compares himself to Jesus and saying that this is nothing new and 2,000 years ago they hated him too seems to me as if he is implying that people hate Jesus like they hate Chris and that's when I think you should be really careful what do you think well um Growing up in a religious household, I think what he's saying is kind of the prophetizing, like how Jesus spread the word oh. of the Bible and, and of, of his father, if you believe in that. Um, and that's what he's saying, that because he's sharing his faith, he's like Jesus trying to spread this word, whatever the word may be. And that's why he's getting criticized. Not so much that he he thinks he's Jesus. I don't I don't think that's the case. But I think oh. that's the, the point that he's trying to make. Um, but then again, you know, religion religion is such a sensitive subject. And while it's important to um, share your faith, you have to pick when and where is the right place to share it. Being religious, being faithful is something that's within. You don't have to necessarily tell people that you believe to be a believer or to show that you're living. It's the way you live shows Mm. what your faith is. And that's what I believe. Oh, thank you for clarifying that point about Chris. And thank you for making that point about religion. I'm actually a man of faith. I I do really believe I just choose to keep it quite private. I don't talk about my faith that often, but I certainly am a man of faith. And I do think that if you want to talk about it, you shouldn't be persecuted. But then again, I think Chris is smart enough, wise enough to know that this probably is the case and it's not going to stop him. And it actually makes me admire him even more. Hey, moving along, Jessica Simpson, my old client, Mm. is revealing that her dad, Joe Simpson, I used to talk to him six times a day, is dealing with a cancer diagnosis. Mm. So Jessica revealed that her daughter on her birthday had a wish that her grandfather Joe Simpson's cancer treatments work. We never even knew Joe had cancer until Jessica fessed up that her 11-year-old daughter Maxwell said that when she blew out her 11 candles she made a wish and she said mommy it's not for me it's actually for the whole family and Jessica said no it's, it's your wish it should be you and then three days later They were driving around and her daughter said, can I reveal my wish because it's come true? And Jessica's mom said, of course you can. You can share whatever you want. And she said, my birthday wish was for Grandpa Joe's bone cancer treatment to work. And apparently it is just 
a mixed story here. Some sad stuff, some beautiful stuff here. I used to work with Joe when I was Jessica's publicist. So honestly, Misty, we'd speak 10 times a day. I always got a kick out of him. I always liked him. He was in a little bit above his head. He ended up with these two superstars, Jessica and Ashley at the time, who were on the covers of the magazines. They were selling out concerts. They were making millions and millions of dollars. And Joe was always, it felt to me as if he just wasn't prepared for that type of talent. He had a superstar, two big stars on his hands Mm -hmm. and he could have probably done better off with a Countess Luanne or a Bethany Frankel like they went from being reality stars to superstars particularly Jessica and he always seemed a little bit overwhelmed but I really respected Jessica's devotion to him she could have hired any manager in the world she could have had the biggest managers J-Lo managers would have wanted to rep Jessica at that time I'm not sure they would today but she said no she wanted to stick with her dad and she said he might not be the best manager in the world but he's the best dad. Absolutely. And this just goes to show you how important family is and why it's important to be at things like coronations. No, <laughs> but you get my point. It's You have to put aside, especially when you're in the spotlight, when you're in the media, you have to put aside what everybody else is assuming about your world and what's going on. And you have to deal with your family and trying to create these strong bonds. Now, there are times when you need to walk away from them. But if they're relatively trying to do a good job and they think it's in your best interest, then you try to keep those ties alive because you have moments like this and when they're gone, they're gone. And so you want to have memories that are good. Yeah, yeah, you do. Would you hire your mom as your manager? I would not hire my mom. It should definitely be on the, the the payroll. My mom would get a lovely retainer. If I was Jessica Simpson wealthy, I definitely would look after my family. I just don't think I'd let them be my manager or my publicist or my agent because they just don't know how to do that. I mean, my mom helps me a lot in a lot of my projects as it is right, right now. So she's kind of a momager. Um, but yeah. of course, if I raise to a certain level we would both think it's much smarter to bring in somebody who, who who's done this before and really professional. has yeah, the contacts and everything. But mommy helps out a lot and I appreciate it for you. Thank you, mommy. I know she does. Hello, Mother's Day Mrs. soon. Happy D. Mother's Day. <laughs> I know, Mrs. Dixon. Okay, moving along. What's going on with Taylor Swift? So a couple of days ago, we reported on the show that she might have a new boyfriend, but it was speculation. But now these rumors seem to have exploded. Misty, what's happening? Okay, so there is this musician named Matt Healy. He is in the 1975s. He's not from 1975, but <laughs> <laughs> so he was spotted Friday night um, watching her at when she performed at Nissan when she performed at Nissan Stadium in Tennessee. Mm. Now, this all started because earlier last week, The Sun reported that the two were dating. Um, He was watching her concert, having a good time. Now, the two were rumored to have dated back in 2014, but Matt has actually denied that was the case. They do have a kind of career professional connection. They've been friends for years and share a collaborator, Grammy-winning producer Jack Antonoff. Um, So, Mm. you know, of course, Taylor broke up with her her long-term boyfriend, Joe Allen, after six years of dating. And I think her fans really want her to be with somebody. So Mm. anytime they see a handsome, nice guy around, they're going to think, oh, this is her new man. But you know what? Taylor deserves some time off. Let her be. 
It's all Let good. her be. Let yeah. her be. Although they know what they're up to. She knew him turning up at her concert. He would be spotted by her fans. Her fans see everything. They weren't hiding him. He could have hid backstage. He knows Taylor. He could have got a backstage pass and watched the show from the wings. He didn't have to be up there almost in a box. Like, to me, when I looked at the pictures, I was like, he's not hiding. And they know <laughs> these rumours. The rumours did not start at this concert. They started a week ago. Mm-hmm. And then if I ever had rumours that I was dating Mark Lupo, I wouldn't be spotted with him five days later because then the rumours are going to get even bigger unless the rumours are true or unless they don't care about these rumours I don't know I'm sort of hoping for this one we all want Taylor to find some love hey quickly before we get a break King Charles and Camilla slept at Clarence house the night before the coronation this doesn't sound like a big deal but it actually is a break with tradition so apparently the monarch is meant to sleep in the state bed at the palace of Westminster the day before the coronation Charles and Camilla said forget that we're sleeping in our own bed and we'll get there in a car or a coach (laughs) the next day there is nothing like your own bed this tradition started back in 1066 when william the conqueror slept at westminster palace before his coronation i think though what's interesting about this story is they are still living at clarence house they've not yet moved into buckingham palace the queen did not like buckingham palace she said it was the office and her home was windsor castle would you mind miss d if they did not live at Buckingham Palace. Would that upset you or you couldn't care less? Oh, I'm not exactly sure where Buckingham Palace is, so I'm okay with it. But if it's a part of tradition and, and part of um, of English kind of, this is what is expected, uh, maybe maybe you don't, maybe. you do the five-day things. You're there five days a week or, or you just go for the weekends. I mean, the rules have all changed now. We all have computers. You can, you can phone it in wherever, you can zoom it in wherever you are. As long as you got your iPhone with you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with our dear friend, Miss D. Miss D, we're not going to go to the poll results because yesterday Ooh. we didn't have a poll. We had a whole 20-minute special on the coronation, so there was no poll yesterday. So let's jump right in with our noisiest of the day. Well, our nicest of the day is Princess Charlotte, and she and I share something in common. We're both Katy Perry fans. Yay! Obviously, Katy Perry performed at the Coronation Concert at Windsor Castle, and the daughter of Prince William and Kate Middleton was pictured in the stands singing long as (laughs) Katy did roar. And now, of course... uh, (laughs) Princess Kate was nodding along and waved a flag next to her. Of course, many fans took notice of the sweet moment. They went on social media and said, love Princess Charlotte singing mm. her lungs out with <laughs> Katy Perry. And royal reporter Richard Eden even Ooh. tweeted, I suspect Princess Charlotte might have asked Grandpa to book <laughs> Katy Perry for the coronation concert because <laughs> she seems to know all the words. Now, she, Katy looked fabulous. She was wearing a gold dress divine, designed by Vivian Westwood, and she also sang "Firework," which is wow. such a such a great song. An amazing performance. And now I noticed today, naughty, 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 there are reports that Cameron Diaz is going to quit acting a game after Jamie Foxx had a meltdown on the set. So apparently she returned to acting. She's not acted for quite a while, but she went back to film this movie with Jamie Foxx. However, we know he's been hospitalised. Mm-hmm. So now's not the moment to be talking about Cameron Diaz's future. We should be focused on Jamie's health. This one really took me by surprise. They're saying that she doesn't want to work these 10-hour days anymore. She loves being a mom. 
mum being a mum is everything she'd rather be with her family instead of on a movie set all great Cameron and I think it's all admirable and good for you you make your own decisions in life but now is not the moment to be worrying about Cameron Diaz we should be worrying about Jamie Foxx there are mixed reports here People Magazine are reporting that he's doing better Page Six are reporting that is not true he's not doing better at all my reporting seems to be siding with Page Six that this Mm. is really really scary Mister you don't just disappear to, to hospital for two three four weeks unless there's a real problem Absolutely. And, and we're, we're all trying to just figure out what's going on with him. And we know that he's stepped out and he has said, thank you for all your warm wishes and your cares and I'm doing okay. But obviously, he doesn't want to scare people. And, and we also have to think about when you're in this business, when you're out of work, that costs people mm. money. And so they don't want to say, oh, this is a huge, huge problem, because then whatever projects he has to work on gets, uh-huh. you know, they're de- delayed and that's going to cost millions of dollars. But wow. in the end, what we need to be worried about is health and him getting better because he's just too young to leave us and leave this earth. Oh, amen. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You got to yes, Rob, you got to Rob, you got to Rob. For 15, 20 minutes, we love giving you all the celebrity gossip, but for a minute or a moment, we're a little bit more deep. Today's moment of Rob. Success is not final. And failure is not fatal. Let's break them down. Just because you succeeded, it doesn't mean the world stopped. You have to keep going. Success is delicious. Stop, enjoy your success and keep going. The same is true with failure. Just because you failed at something, it doesn't mean that you're going to die. It doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. No, it means you have to get back up and keep going. The moral of this is it doesn't matter if it's success or failure. You've got to do the same thing, which is you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep going one step in front of the other. Miss D, I've got to admit, I find it actually more difficult to cope with success than failure. When I fail, I'm so used to failing, I know what to do, I get back up. When I succeed, then my head gets big, I start thinking about myself, my ego gets big, and I have more difficulty accepting success than I do failure. What about you? Yeah, it's very easy when you have a little bit of success to think, oh, this is going to be the case day in and day out. And the next day something happens and you're brought back down. So it's just like you said, if you have some success, it's just a building block to the next step. It never, the process never really ends. I mean, Mm. yes, King Charles is finally King Charles, but now he actually has to do the job of being king to be successful. And he's much more vulnerable now to people criticizing him. So it's, it's just part of the life process. But when you do have a success, I do want to tell you, take a moment and revel yes. in it just for a little bit, just for yes, a little bit. Yes, <laughs> yes. When we had our morning show, I wish we celebrated that a little more, Misty. It was I an extraordinary accomplishment, and I wish I'd celebrated that a little more. But the moral here is just keep going. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Misty, show yes. a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen, leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if, if you're, you're going, going to, to be, be naughty, naughty you've got, got to be nice. Nice. Take care, everybody. Bip, bip. Bye-bye. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. 
Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.